Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Within You podcast. I'm Priyanka and I thank you for joining me today on this fine Monday evening. Whether you're alone, whether you're listening to this with someone, I am grateful you're here to listen to what I have to say, to to allow me to share my experiences with you. For that, I thank you. I think from my voice, you guys can hear that I know I'm, I'm a bit sick. Well, look, last Saturday I tested positive for COVID. Yes, I dodged that bullet for two years now, but it caught up to me. I tested positive on Saturday and... Um, I think the peak of it was literally like two days after. So I was really sick for three days. And then I started recovering after. And now I'm pretty much recovered. But I think the test, it sort of like fluctuates between positive and negative. So I'm still sort of isolating myself just in case. So yeah, I definitely copped the bad end of it. Um, so whatever strain this COVID was, clearly... I had like shakes and chills, really bad fever. And I think the main thing is that COVID really dehydrates you. So like my nose and mouth were dry. Um, My entire body was dry no matter how much water I was drinking. So if anyone hasn't had COVID yet, and if you do get that, I think that's a good note that the dehydration, you know, it just jams up your entire immune system because without fluids, your immune system isn't going to work, you know. And like, Look, while I had COVID, there were a couple of lessons that I picked up and I thought I would share that with you guys today, right? As you all know, I I live alone with two other housemates um, because I moved out of home like five years ago. Okay, so normally when we talk about like moving out and, you know, living in your own place, you know, people get excited about like, oh, you know, I'm going to have my own space to do things and everything. I mean, that's true. You definitely get all of that, you know, you get your freedom um, you can do whatever the hell you want to do, the way you want to do, the way you want to live your life, right? Because it's your own roof now. And of course, the fun parts of adulting, like grocery shopping and getting excited about like avocados on sale, you know, um, paying bills and, you know, it just stuff like that. You have a lot of fun living on your own, especially when you leave your parents' house. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. But um, the downside to living alone, um, of course, if you're like me, the only time I hate living alone is when I'm sick. Because on a normal day when you're well, you know, you can do the day-to-day stuff at home. There's no issues. You don't have to think about the energy that you're putting in. You just do the stuff, right? Like be laundry or cooking or whatever. It just flows. But when you're sick, you know, you got to think about, oh, am I going to cook? And I didn't want to buy food just because like I wanted to, I, I went for a more bland diet while I had COVID. So that it helps with the recovery. Uh, I didn't want to take something too heavy just because I didn't want like to spend extra energy trying to digest it. I, I wanted to focus on recovery fully. So I wanted to go for a more bland diet. So I made like a huge batch of dal. I just had that dal and rice and ghee. For three full days straight. And trust me guys, that really helped. Like, superb soul food. Okay, highly recommend. But sorry, I digress. Clearly I digress. So yeah, you know, you gotta like think about, you know, cleaning up your house or cleaning up your space. Especially, again, if you're like me, I like to keep my space clean. Especially when I'm sick. 
but not to a point where I'm pushing myself to clean the place, but I'll do however much I can. For me, like I think the second day, that night, my symptoms were really bad, where like my head was throbbing and the fever was really high and you just want someone there. You know, for me, I just wanted my mom there next to me. So, look, that's the only downside that I see to living alone, if you're anything like me. And I caught myself doing something at that point, that night, which is something that I don't normally do. And that was self-pity. I was like, Pri, you know, you got to go through this on your own and Look, okay, so in my head, it's like, obviously, when the thought came about, I addressed it, because I feel like anyone in the situation would have a similar line of thought. I didn't dismiss it right away, but I realized that if I let that thought continue the way it did, then there's going to be a spiral of self-pity. You know, we are social creatures, so just having someone there next to you while you're sick and you're recovering, like, it helps the whole process. But I think it's important to learn how to like deal with things in life on your own as well. Just because you don't know how life turns out. You don't know the circumstances that you may be put in. And having to depend on someone to be there with you every time life throws something at you. Then it's like, it's like as though you can't function without another person there. And it's not a bad thing. But I think it's much more empowering to be able to go through life or at least know that you can go through life on your own. So if, if there ever comes a situation, God forbid, that you have to be alone and something happens to you, to know that you can get through it, that gives you that confidence to get through it and the resilience to fight through it, whether you're alone or not. Don't be, don't be afraid to be alone. Don't be afraid to be alone, even during the darkest times, because at the end of the day, you can get through it. So here are my tips to recover from when you're sick, but you're alone. Obviously, it's nice to have someone next to you taking care of you when you're sick, and then you recover. Like, it's, it's perfect, because you have someone there. But how do you recover when you're alone? First of all, do the things that you normally do, but don't exert yourself. So like for me, what I did was somehow instinctively, the day before I tested positive, I decided to do all of my sheets. And somehow I was just tidying up my room and everything. I don't know what it was, but I could I could feel myself falling sick. And, and I took the time to just do that. So sort of prepare you know, even if you do fall sick, prepare for your recovery. I think focus more on the recovery part. That's just your physical space first. Make sure your physical space is all clean and um, conducive for you to recover. Secondly, make sure you're eating well and drinking lots of water. I know a lot of people would say this to you when you're sick, you know, drink lots of water, help with recovery. So these are things you got to remind yourself, like don't neglect yourself if you're trying to recover on your own, like that's when you should be focusing on the recovery, right? So making sure you're eating nutritious food, fresh foods if you can, bland food if you if you think my way works as well, because Ayurvedic says it, it's good to have bland food once a week or something, especially when you're sick, it helps. I know sometimes it's hard for you to gather the energy to cook 
if you want to. Sometimes you can order in whatever it may be. Make sure you're fueling yourself for recovery. So this is more of the physical. We're still on the physical, right? The, the physical space. Now you're taking care of the physical body. Um, when you have a conducive space to recover and you're giving your body the right amount and right types of food, you're already halfway there to recovery. Now, in terms of like emotional, sometimes when you're sick, because we tend to feel very vulnerable when we're sick because we can't do the things that we normally do. And for a lot of us who function on a day-to-day basis and sometimes just with the pace of the world, the fact that we've been slipping into autopilot mode and everything, when we fall sick, we're forced to pause our life. You know, and we're forced to look at our thoughts and at our lives. And because we're so able-bodied every day, suddenly when you stop and you can't do the things that you normally do, that slight change can take a toll on us. So it's a very slight moment of vulnerability, which is why a lot of us sought to have company when we're sick. Um, I'm not going to say we're trying to escape that thought, but it's it's a very daunting reality that we are afraid to face you know what I mean admitting that we're not as strong as we sort of let ourselves think on a day-to-day basis again we don't really think about it that much because we're just so absorbed in getting through the day because it's such a vulnerable position a vulnerable time for anyone I think it's always good to take a step back and think about like how you're feeling and and tell yourself and show a bit of compassion to yourself. Like, look, it's okay. You know, you're sick. You know, maybe this is for a good thing. Maybe it's good that you're taking some time off. You know, focus on recovery. Let your body breathe. Let your mind breathe. Yeah, so emotionally, it's important to allow those emotions to flow. To have a good perspective towards your recovery. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's hard to face head on these emotions. But it might be worthwhile doing it because I think when you fall sick, it humbles you. Because a lot of us, we do our day-to-day stuff and we're superheroes in our lives, honestly. Because a lot of us, we take on so many things and we do them so beautifully, right? And you guys are great. You guys are superheroes because you guys accomplish so many things every other day, you know? So when you stop suddenly because you're sick because of of a of an illness you can't do the things that you normally do that's a scary thought to face um and that really reminded me of um a quote that i read ages ago ages ages ago by john gardner self pity is easily the most destructive of the non pharmaceutical narcotics it is addictive it gives momentary pleasure And it separates the victim from reality. So because I'm doing my psych rotation now, um, you know, we're learning about narcotics and everything. And self-pity is one of those things that's sort of something that we do to ourselves as well. There's, There's a difference between acknowledging your situation and empathizing with yourself and giving yourself that space to recover versus wallowing in self-pity. Oh, that's Molly just yawning i don't know if you guys caught that um as i was saying um it's not the same as wallowing in self-pity because i feel like acknowledging 
your feelings helps you to move forward, helps you to heal and recover. But if you are stuck in the spiral of self-pity, it's hard for you to pick yourself up. There was this book called 13 Things That Mentally Strong People Don't Do. I'll link the book in the description. And there is a whole section dedicated to how mentally strong people don't pity themselves. Right? And I'm going to just share a few points that was written in the book, right? And maybe talk about like my experiences in that as well. So the first reason that was stated in the book is that self-pity is a waste of time. Feeling sorry for yourself requires a lot of mental energy and does nothing to change the situation. Even when you can't fix the problem, you can make choices to cope with life's obstacles in a positive way. Feeling sorry for yourself won't move you any closer to a solution. I think this is one of the things that I do remind myself. Because when you're pitying yourself and you're thinking about, oh no, why me and everything, you you are wasting the mental energy thinking about something that you can't change. Because right now I'm sick. Can I change that right now in this instant? No, I can't. But pitying myself saying oh no pre you're sick and everything to me right now it's it's i wouldn't say it's a waste of time but it's taking a lot of my mental energy to think about that thoughts and process those thoughts because those are emotional thoughts as well and those thoughts take up energy and the second point here is that self-pity leads to more negative emotions you know, it can ignite other negative emotions like anger, resentment, loneliness. Loneliness was the big thing for me this time. You know what I mean? I've been the kind of person who is completely okay with spending the day on my own. Like I, I absolutely, okay, look, I'm the most extroverted introvert that I know. I've never felt lonely in a long time till I got sick with COVID and I was like oh no this is a weird feeling so I realized the self-pity leads to these other emotions as well and it can fuel more negative thoughts if you guys know the cognitive behavioral therapy triangles it's a little triangle it talks about how our thoughts influence our actions and feelings and vice versa so the three things sort of influence each other right so now these negative emotions fuel negative thoughts you know, and sometimes it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy as well. You pity yourself and that can lead to a pitiful life. You feel sorry for yourself. You can't perform your best. And hence that would just cause more problems. It's like a snowball of problems where you're just sort of constantly pitying yourself and you're not performing as well as you would hope. And it just kills the confidence that you have. And I feel like self-pity is also like a distraction from your other emotions. It gets in the way with dealing with tiredness or sadness or anger or any other underlying emotions because you're spending time, again, the mental energy, you're spending time and mental energy in trying to like cope with this particular thought that, you know, it prevents you from healing and moving forward, you know, because self-pity keeps the focus on why things should be different rather than accepting the situation for what it is and moving on from it. I think one of the biggest things, if you guys recall my healing video, one of the biggest things that you need to move on is to accept the situation. 
acceptance is the biggest step to be able to move on. I feel like it's not about stopping ourselves from pitying ourselves. It's not like you intentionally do it. It's just a thought that pops up in your head. So it's important to catch it when it comes, to be aware of the thought that comes and to find a thought that counters the self-pity. So what I did was, when the thought came, I let it flow. And then later I told myself, look Pri, you've done this before. You've fallen sick a million times before in your life and you've recovered nicely. Instead of focusing on why you're already sick, let's divert our focus on recovering. And once I started focusing on recovering, so like the points I said before, you know, keeping my space clean, eating well, keeping my mind clean and clear and taking it as a as a blessing to be honest because it's good it's a good excuse to rest. I know I know it, it doesn't feel the best because you know you're sick and everything, but it's a good excuse to rest and just chill. And guys, look, I binge watched like Bridgerton as well while I was sick. So thanks to COVID because I don't think I would have ever gotten the time to watch it. So I managed to binge that as well. So if there's any Bridgerton fans out there, mate, shout out to you. If you've been listening to this podcast all the way till the end, great job. I am so grateful that you were listening to the entire experience. I hope you had something to take away from this. I will catch you guys on another episode of Within You Podcast. This is Priyanka. Catch you next week.